LA Galaxy and MLS Champions League final. We've got it all right here. Liga MX, the Ligia is underway. We're going to be breaking it down and working up all the minutia that is the world of world football right here on the home of soccer in Southern California and really the United States, let's be frank. We've already been on now for one week and about 38 seconds. We're already the best soccer show in all the world here at ESPN LA 710. Thank you very much. The children from 8 to 80 all love us here at Soccer Weekly, presented by Puente Hills Toyota. Get your new 2017 Toyota Camry LE today at Puente Hills Toyota. Check out PuenteHillsToyota.com. It is a glorious evening for football, and we are going to break it down here throughout the next 60 minutes on ESPN LA 710. My LA Galaxy... I say mine because they are mine. They fight back. This is an interesting story, what happened on Saturday. And not just a regular season game. It's bigger than that, what happened to the LA Galaxy Saturday. In their 2-2 draw with Chicago, a team that is certainly better than they have been, but is not an upper echelon side, at StubHub Center. But what happened is that's bigger than just one game is what Kurt Anolfo did in the 33rd minute of that game. With the Galaxy already buried, it seemed, 2-0. You know what he did? He pulled his captain off the field as the first sub, Yala Van Damme. The uh, big Belgian center back for the, for the Galaxy. That was huge for so many reasons that we're going to get into here on Soccer Weekly. It was massive for the side that he did that. And there were some other things that happened in that game that will reflect on the rest of the season for my L.A. Galaxy. Champions League final is set, and it is no surprise who's there when we talked about it last week after the first legs. It looked like it was always going to be Real Madrid and Juventus. That's what we have on June 3rd in Cardiff for the Champions League final, and we are going to break that down. I cannot wait to talk about that game throughout the next few weeks, and we're going to be doing it here as well, and we begin by taking a look at how they got here in leg two. Juventus just strangled Monaco, maybe right up there with Real and Barcelona, the best offense all season in Europe, Monaco, and Juventus for 180 minutes basically strangled them. They win 4-1 on aggregate, 2-1 at home on Tuesday, yesterday's game, and they deserved it. Juventus is better than Juventus has been for a while. And Juventus is, you know, the old lady, as they call her. The club is just massive, right? It's historical beyond all measure, really, in Italy and the world. And yet this team, to me, looks as poised and as ready to pull off what would be an upset against Real Madrid as any Juventus team I've seen in a long time. And I thought about it, and I decided that Juventus is better without Paul Pogba. This is a better Juventus team since selling Pogba to Manchester United. And not because Paul Pogba can't play football. He's a fine player. This is just a better team, the way it's structured. And, of course, defensively, they're always good. But what I've seen out of Giorgio Chiellini this season has been remarkable. It's been Diego Godin two years ago-like. That's how good Chiellini's been. The angles this dude takes defensively 
are unbelievable. I can actually watch him. And look, I'm a guy who loves offense. I'm not going to lie. I don't love the nil-nil. I'm not going to sit here and say, I'm a purist. I adore. Some nil-nil games are better than others. Some of them are junk. But, man, what he does defensively for Juventus is incredible. And what he did really throughout this season, but all the way up through now the final. Real Madrid gets by Atletico. Some shaky moments earlier today in that game before Real Madrid got the East Go goal late in the first half to kind of effectively put away the tie. And they move on with a big victory over Atletico. They're arch rivals in the city. And uh, they lose 2-1 on the day after Atletico got the early two goals to get right back into the tie. But Real Madrid gets that goal late in the first half and then holds on 4-2 on aggregate. Real Madrid are just Real Madrid, right? They're fantastic. They are utterly fantastic. And the job that Zinedine Zidane has done as manager since he took over last season has really been nothing short of stellar. I cannot think of a better combination of player-manager in terms of his career as a player and as a manager now if he can get two Champions League titles in two seasons. He won Club World Cup over in Japan. I believe he'd be what? Kashima Antlers in a great final a 4-2 thriller where they had to come back and win that game. What Zinedine Zidane has done as a manager, compared to him being a player, he might be the best ever in the combo. If you have someone better, feel free. You can reach me at the show, as always, at Talk Soccer on Twitter. At Talk Soccer. That's pretty easy, right? That's me. You can hit me up there with your thoughts, questions, concern. Zinedine Zidane, as a manager player now, you know, player, he was world-class, top of the world. I mean, probably top 5, 10 player of all time. And now as a manager, is there, has there been anybody better as a combo? 877-710-ESPN is the number to get involved throughout the show tonight. Just write it down unless you're in your car. Then don't do that. You probably already have it in your cell phone or on speed dial or whatever. 877-710-3776. Hit me up on Twitter, at TalkSoccer. Follow me on Instagram, at Dave underscore Denholm, spelled like my name. This is Soccer Weekly. My LA Galaxy, comparing a Zinedine Zidane to the problems we're having now with Kurt Anolfo in his first year is not fair, of course. But what Kurt Anolfo did, I got to give him kudos. He had the stones to take his captain out, who was playing like garbage in that game, in the 33rd minute for no injury. Everybody thought, well, it must be an injury. Nope. And I love the move. What did the Galaxy do to respond? Well, at halftime, they were still down 2-0. But in the second half, they get the two goals, get the draw, and really had chances to win. Now, I'm not sitting here telling you I'm giddy on May 10th. Right, I'm not sitting here telling you I'm giddy about drawing with Chicago at home, 2-2. No. But the way it played out, you know not all 2-2 results are alike. Right? You know that. You know all not, not all games are alike in terms of the final score. This felt like a 2-2 win. And yes, that kind of is an indication of how bad the season's been so far. I grant you that. But this felt like a 2-2 win for the Galaxy, the way they came back. After Anolfo had the guts to bench his captain, Yelavan Dama, who's a big fan favorite. What do we do with this now? Where do we go from here with this, though? And this is where Kurt is going to have to make or break his time as Galaxy manager. It might be over a lot sooner than Kurt Anolfo would like it to be. If he can't figure this out. Because now you got to resettle this team down. 
after pulling that. You absolutely have to get control of this team back if you're Kurt Adolfo and get it back on the right track before this season slips away. There's so many layers to this move that Anofo pulls in the 33rd minute, taking out his captain. This is like benching, essentially, it's essentially like benching LeBron or Kobe Bryant in his prime to, for a number of reasons. Yes, Yella Van Dam was playing terribly. Had a horrible penalty giveaway. Wasn't all his fault. Jossie Zard has really left everybody high and dry on that play. Jossie didn't exactly have the greatest first half of his life. But, yeah, he was playing badly. But it's like benching a LeBron. It's also doing that because you're kind of proving a point. You're sending a message to your team. Yes, there's the captain, Yella Van Damme. You think he's untouchable? Hit the bench, Yella. Sit that rear down for the rest of the game in the 33rd minute, champ. Because you're not pulling it. And if I'm Kurt Anolfo, that is exactly the guy you got to do that with to get a message to this team who's woefully underperforming. Woefully. Got some great texts flying in at Talk Soccer. One guy said, Johan Cruyff, the legend. Yeah, can't argue with that. Great manager, great player. That's close. And then Alex comes in with, a, Zidane is great as player manager. Ancelotti the best. Five Champions League in total. Ancelotti was good, wasn't he? He was better than good. But Zidane, the thing about it is, if he gets another Champions League title, right, that's two in two seasons. Now let's say he goes on to do more as a manager, potentially. He is so much better of a player than most of the now Cruyff, you know these guys are great players. Ancelotti and Cruyff. I mean, don't get me wrong. Johan Cruyff was outstanding, but I still would rate Zidane a bit higher as a player. Now, does he have to catch up as a manager with the, a guy like Ancelotti? Yes, absolutely. But man, he's on his way. He is absolutely on his way. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six is the number for you to get involved. We have some comments that are going to ruffle my feathers, I'll tell you that much. I'm, I'm heated about him. An MLS player who is a soccer legend. Uh, I won't say shot his mouth off. He was asked a question. That's different. This guy didn't go out of his way to talk like this. But he said some stuff that I'm a little uh, perturbed about, to say the least. I'm Dave Denholm. This is Soccer Weekly on ESPN LA 710. Whoa, Kurt, pump the brakes. It's a skosh here, all right? Pump the brakes! We became a team tonight because we battled back from a horrible first half and drew with a pretty average to bad Eastern Conference team. That's the quote, essentially. Now, I'm paraphrasing, obviously, throwing my slant on it. But really, let's not start popping champagne here. Let's not head over to whatever club is the hot club over at uh, LAX because I'm like 48 years old and I have no idea and start popping Cristal, Mario, do we still pop Cristal? What's the brand that I'm... Cristal. Cristal, okay. Let's not start popping Cristal, Kurt. Cristal? Is that really... Boy, I am old. I'm like Cristal. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, let's not start popping Thunderbird or whatever brand we, uh, we did as we were kids who couldn't afford anything. What is the cheap brand? What do we... I don't even know the cheap stuff. Oh, oh English? Oh, oh English, even yeah. better than Thunderbird. Yeah. Cold 45? What else? What? Yeah. Let's tip a, a cold 45. Let's, yeah, Kurt, slow down with the Cristal here. Let's tip an old English or two in hopes of recovering from this season. 
Look, if that's what Kurt Adolfo feels about the Galaxy after a 2-2 draw, okay. Again, that's where we're at this season, right? It's off to a horrific start. There's still plenty of time. I'm not going to deride what they did in that second half against Chicago. And I love that Kurt Adolfo had the guts to bench a star. So many layers to that. I wonder if Anolfo, I wonder if that was truly just, well, he's playing terribly. Or if it's, let's rattle everybody else's cage. Or if it's a combination of everything. I can go and talk to Yella Van Damme after I do it, and he'll understand because he's a seasoned veteran. And he'll also understand that he's playing like junk in the first four thirty minutes. There's a little bit of everything involved in that. This is Soccer Weekly. I'm Dave Denholm. It's presented by Puente Hills Toyota on ESPN LA 710. Get your new 2017 Toyota Camry LE today at Puente Hills Toyota. Check them out at PuenteHillsToyota.com, 877-710-ESPN. Or hit me up on Twitter, at TalkSoccer, as the conversation continues about our LA Galaxy, my LA Galaxy, and these comments that got me a little riled up, I must admit. Bastian Schweinsteiger, the great German midfielder. Comes over to the Chicago Fire for big money. A little bit uh, past his, uh, you know, sell-by date, if I'm being perfectly honest. But still a fine player. Certainly has helped solidify Chicago from being the dumpster fire. No pun intended that they usually are. The Chicago dumpster fire. But I will say this. He made some comments after uh, the game with the Galaxy, I believe. And it's, uh, you know, it ruffled me a skosh. And he talked about a huge difference in quality between the Chicago Fire and, say, Bayern Munich, where he played, and quoted, but he, uh, I knew what I let myself in for, unquote, right, by moving to MLS, right? Then he goes on, he's 32 years old, he goes on to say, we all know that this league is not just like the Premier League or the Bundesliga, and of course it can be frustrating on the pitch at times when things discussed in a team meeting are not implemented, or when somebody loses a ball or does just, not, just does not have an eye for the teammate. I don't blame anyone for it. That's my problem. I need to adapt to the league and cope with those situations. So he basically throws everybody under the bus on his team and says they're not of quality and then says, but it's not their fault. Now, the reason I get fired up by these comments is, A, I love MLS. I don't like hearing these things from Bastian Schweinsteiger. And the reason I also get fired up is, B, he's telling the truth. He's not lying. Granted, that makes me upset. But he's not telling a falsehood here. Yes, guess what? MLS is not on the level of the Premier League or La Liga or Bundesliga. (gasps) Shocking. We should have like a dun-dun-dun-dun. No kidding. We don't need that music because it's, of course, the truth. So what is my next point? So what, Bastion? And by the way, I cover the Bundesliga for Fox Sports. Last time I checked, Mr. Schweinsteiger, Bayern Munich crushes everybody over there. You don't have 18 teams in Bundesliga that are Bayern Munich good. You've got one. And then you've got some other fine clubs, and then you've got some really crappy clubs, if I'm being honest, at the bottom. But every league is like that. Bayern Munich beats everybody up, though. It's like no kidding. Yeah, FC Dallas is not as good as Bayern Munich. Shocker. But I'll tell you one thing. This is where I don't agree with these people who, who talk like this. You can't put a blanket statement on every Bundesliga club is better than... No, that's patently untrue. Every La, La Liga club is better than every MLS. No! 
And no, FC Dallas most certainly would not be relegated from the Premiership. <gasps> Denholm, you're nuts. No, I've just watched. And if you're being honest, whether you support West Brom or Burnley or Man United or FC Dallas or Seattle Sounders or my LA Galaxy, there is no way that every MLS team is going to get relegated from the Premiership. Sorry to break it to you, English fan, over at the Cock and Bull in, in Santa Monica at 4 a.m. on a Saturday. Even though you were probably born in Cerritos or St. Louis or Portsmouth, Ohio, and you're waving your little We Are Burnley you know, jersey or whatever, sorry to break it to you, your club stinks too. So stop with that. And stop. You know what? Here's the next thing I got to say. Stop being lazy, soccer journalists in America. Stop asking Bastian Schweinsteiger where MLS ranks. I don't care. I don't care what he has to say about it, if I'm being honest. That's not why I love my LA Galaxy, because they're the best team in the world. They're not. They're not even the best team in the Western Conference. They're not even close. They're not the best team in California. They're not the best team in the Western United States. They're not the best team in the U.S. They're not the best team in North America. Guess what, everybody? They're not the best team in the world. I don't care. I love them. They're my team. I'm no front runner. I don't need to chase after some league across the pond because everybody else thinks it's cool. That ain't for me. You got a problem with that? Well, that's fine. 877-710-ESPN, we can discuss Bastian Schweinsteiger's comments. 877-710-3776. Also talking, of course, LA Galaxy. Champions League, look, I mean, if we're digging this even deeper than we have been, this is such an intriguing clash in the final. Juventus is the, the one team that I genuinely believed could beat Real Madrid in the one-off final. The one team. Now, Barcelona on any given day, of course, in a one-off, they could beat Real, no doubt. Obviously. I mean, Barcelona's right up there. But the one team that I believe that has the best chance on any given day in a final, June 3rd, it's Juventus. They are built for it. That defense for 90 minutes can be impenetrable, whether you're Real Madrid's offense or not. Chiellini and Bonucci and Marquisio, I mean, the names go on and on. They're playing fantastic. Danny Alves looks fantastic. And, of course, you've got the ageless one in goal. He's like 58 years old. Doesn't matter. It's the one team that Real Madrid really has to be afraid of for, for 90 minutes. Not two legs. I don't believe anybody's stopping Real Madrid over 180 minutes. But over two legs, I don't buy it. Or I beg your pardon, over nobody's beating Real Madrid, but over one? Hmm. Over one leg? Yes. Juventus is the team that can pull this off. And I'm gonna I'm gonna dig deeper into the tapes over the next few weeks and watch this because I really believe 
this is the matchup for so many reasons. It's such an intriguing clash. But what makes a difference potentially for Juventus is they can score as well. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. We go to the first call of the night. Are we, uh, we ready with that one, Mario? Can I, you know, it's up to you. Who's calling in, Mario? I apologize. I jumped the gun here. Uh, can I even go to him, or is this like, are you ordering food on that line one? I don't know. I'm not hungry. If I if if you are, but I apologize, Mario. That's on me. We'll wait for the break. We'll get this guy lined up or woman. Remember, ladies, go to the front of the line here at Soccer Weekly eight seven 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 ten ESPN. And uh, I'll tell you what, we will discuss further why I believe Juventus is that team. They have that shot. Soccer scoreboard coming up. Oh, we got a Toluca Pachuca update. Liga MX is in the playoffs. That and so much more. I'm Dave Denholm. This is Soccer Weekly on ESPN LA 710. Soccer Weekly on ESPN LA 710. I am Dave Denholm. You can hit me up on Twitter at Talk Soccer. The conversation is rolling there. Hashtag Soccer Weekly if you want. Presented by Puente Hills Toyota. Appreciate that. 877-710-ESPN. Coming up in just a few moments, I promise. It's the uh, Toluca Pachuca update. We always love that. We got big news out of Liga MX. That's coming up for sure. We go to the uh, phones at 877-710-ESPN. First up on the show is Connor in Woodland Hills. Connor, welcome to Soccer Weekly with Dave Denholm. What's up, man? Um, I just wanted to first say I'm a first-time caller. Um, love the show. Um, I wanted to agree with you on the MLS point. I, um, as someone that was born in England, raised in America, I've seen that growth. Um, and I do agree with you. I don't think MLS teams would all get relegated. Um, I do think there's a big divide still between the top teams in Europe and obviously the top teams here in uh, America. Absolutely. But as far as your point goes, I, I agree. You know, I don't think that you can group them all together. There's teams like Seattle and L.A. in their prime and teams like that where you would go and compete mid-table, even, you know, maybe even sweep a Europa League spot. But I, I 100% agree that it's unfair to group them all as they would all get relegated. You know what, Connor? Here's the thing. It's fun to talk about after a guy like Bastian Schweinsteiger mentions, oh, they're not as good as Bayern Munich. Yeah, no kidding. Neither is the Bundesliga, frankly, Bayern Munich. But I don't love the – I just don't love the inferiority complex with these these media members. And I'm sorry, and thank you for the phone call, Connor. I'm one of them, right? But the – Media in America in soccer is so soft and so worried about everything. What do you think? What's the compare? Let's stop asking. It's just dumb. We all know the answer. Stop asking the question. Bastian Schweinsteiger in a press conference after he's been here for three weeks is not going to say, you know what? Wow, I was really surprised. Philadelphia Union, the worst team in MLS, I think they could beat Bayern Munich. He's not going to say that. It's not true. We know the answer to these questions. Stop asking them. I don't care about that anymore. 877-710-ESPN. Let's go to Ahmed, who's in Azusa. You're next up here on Soccer Weekly with Dave Denholm. Hello, Ahmed. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. Um, just uh, on your point on the Champions League final, Yeah, I completely agree with you. I think Juventus has a great chance. Um, as a Barcelona fan, uh, I think they're regretting letting Danny Alves go. Because mm. his impact is just, I don't think you can put it into words. That goal he scored, yeah, oh, man. Come, taking it out of the air the way he did as a defender. Now, let's be honest, though. Dani Alves certainly can defend, but that is that is a Brazilian going forward, you know what I mean, from the back. Exactly, exactly. It, it, what it does, Ahmed, as you know, is it when you can relieve that kind of pressure by forcing the whole left side of your opponent, 
to essentially cave in because of what Denny Alves can do going forward. It makes all the difference. You can stop a team like Real Madrid on any given day because of it. Now, exactly. We know you. You know Ahmed. Real Madrid may win three nil in the final. Yes, yeah. they absolutely could. As a Barcelona guy, you know what they're capable of. But I believe genuinely the only two teams that have a shot against a team like Real Madrid are Barcelona and Juventus this season. That's and, it. And and Real Madrid knows all too well because if you. I think it was last year, or was it two seasons ago, when Danny Alves hit that beautiful ball to Suarez uh, in El Clasico and, uh, at, at Camp Nou, and uh, Suarez put it in the back of the net. It was a beautiful ball, and they know what he's capable of, and I'm sure they're going to try to take him away at And some the point. beauty of it is with Juventus is when you have Chiellini and Bonucci back there, he can take chances you know, they can take chances exactly. on the wings, and you're not going to get burned that badly the way those guys are playing in the center. Ahmed, great stuff. Thank you for the phone call. Appreciate that. Keep listening to Soccer Weekly here on ESPN LA 710. Good phone call there. You can take chances with a guy like Danny Alves on a wing when you've got Bonucci and and uh, Chiellini, two of the best. And then you got the ageless one in goal. I don't even want to mention his name. He's so good. The 55-year-old goalkeeper who plays like he's 12, or not 12, 20. The guy plays like he's still found the fountain of youth, for crying out loud. Still one of the best keepers in the world. 877-710-ESPN. Hit me up on your thoughts on Twitter, except if you're driving. Stop it. If you're on the 405, just listen and enjoy, okay? Don't try to tweet me at Talk Soccer. Don't. That little public service announcement brought to you by Dave Denholm here at Soccer Weekly. It is time for the soccer scoreboard. Some big games going on today. And the soccer scoreboard, first and foremost, has a Champions League. Atletico Madrid beating Real Madrid today 2-1. But the Real Madrid goes on to the final on aggregate, as we know, 4-2. English Premier League side, Arsenal get a big 2-0 win over Southampton. Now that puts Arsenal now fifth. Three points behind Man City for that all-important fourth and final Champions League spot. Just four points back of Liverpool now. Granted, Man City and Arsenal do have a game in hand on Liverpool, so that's going to be tricky for the Reds. But, uh, yeah, definitely a closing time here in the uh, Premiership with just two, usually two games ago. Some of them have three. TFC, Toronto FC in MLS get a massive win late. Toussaint Ricketts in the 81st and 90th minute. Producer Mario, the great Mario Rees, and I were watching that game uh, on my uh, MLS Live uh, package that I get. Federico Iguain started the scoring in the 28th on a penalty for Columbus at home. But then it really you really thought that, honestly, that TFC was kind of lost offensively till the uh, final 10 minutes. They get two goals from Ricketts. They get the win, and a big win indeed. Now it is time for my favorite. It is the Toluca Pachuca update. And what a time it is to be alive if you're a Liga MX fan. We are in Liga, which begins... This evening, and has already begun, it's one of the reasons I skipped over that score. We'll get to it in just a moment. Toluca Pachuca update. Well, Pachuca is done. Missing out on Ligia by uh, just a hair, by goal difference. They miss out on 10th spot. They're, they finish up 10th. They miss out on the 8th spot. Tied with uh, with uh, the 8th seed, Morelia, on points, but the goal difference does them in, along with Club America. And so Pachuca is out. Now, granted, my beloved Pachuca has won CONCACAF Champions League. That's what they were focused on. Got to give them a little bit of a break here for Clausura. Not that I'm happy that they missed the postseason, but I'm very happy that they are indeed CONCACAF champions, and that was important. So I'm going to give them a bit of a pass. Now, Toluca, they begin their Liguilla season or campaign 
tomorrow against Santos, the 4-5. Toluca kind of – look, they weren't – they weren't spectacular in Clausura. I'm not going to beat around the bush here. They got work to do against Santos because I think Santos is going to be very difficult to break down in this series. Uh, the two legs begin Thursday, then the second leg will be on sa- Sunday with uh, Toluca and Santos. So, and uh, Santos has the home game in the first leg. Toluca, the higher seed, gets the better home field advantage in that second leg. Also in the uh, L- Liga MX playoffs, uh, Cholos, the number one seed against Morelia. That looks like a pretty much a mismatch. Now, Morelia. They avoided rallying, get this, on a goal in the 91st minute. Morelia not only made the playoffs on goal difference over Club America and Pachuca, on that goal, they get the win, and it keeps them out of being relegated. <laughs> I mean, what a goal it was. You should have seen the celebration. It was unreal for uh, Morelia to get that 18. I think that they're going to ride that high only so far. Cholos is going to run right by them. Monterrey, the two-seed against Tigres. That game has gone final, the first leg. Look, Tigres being a number seven seed is almost unfair. They're so good. 4-1, they run over Monterrey in their home leg. Now, Monterrey did get a late goal for that road goal from uh, Jose Basanta. But, you know, look, Jesus Duenas gets two. Andre Pierre Guignac gets two. Tigres is no way a seven seed. They're way better than that because they were worried about Champions League as well, and they fell a bit short, losing to Pachuca in the final Tigres will handle Monterrey and no problem. And I said that before. I promise you this is not revisionist history, but they do run out to a 4-1 win. And coming up, uh, Chivas and Atlas. And actually, Toluca, I'm sorry, plays now in the Santos. They don't play Thursday, Sunday. They're getting going now in that matchup against Santos. Chivas and Atlas, the uh, Guadalajara derby is going to be coming up tomorrow and then on Sunday for leg two. That will be very interesting, the three and the six there. I do believe Chivas has what it takes. I'm not just saying that because it's the most popular team in all the world when it comes to football here in Los Angeles. Chivas has what it takes to win Liguilla this season. I, I really believe that. They have enough depth. They've got a lot of just, look, yes, they have some stars, but not super. Look, they're a good team. Chivas right now, and they're playing well together. They do have the potential to win Liga MX. I want to hear from you. Who do you believe is winning Liga here? Who's your team? And not necessarily your favorite team. Who are you picking? Okay? You can be honest about your own team. Who is winning Liga MX? Hashtag me at Soccer Weekly, at Talk Soccer, and give me your Liga MX favorite here in this Liga. Uh, I believe I believe Tijuana and Chivas are the two teams to beat. And that Oh, what a fine. Oh, if that could be. Oh, man. Oh, I got excited just thinking about that. Oh, if that could be the final. Oh, oh, I'm getting I'm getting nervous about it. It's so awesome. If Tijuana's in the final, we're going to Tijuana. Dave. Oh, me and you a road trip. Yes. Oh, man. You know, what's really sad, Mario. You just brought up something. So, and I hate to be personal on this show, but I'm going to. I got to get my passport renewed quickly because I forgot. I keep thinking we can just bust down a Tijuana. <laughs> it's no problem, right? Mario, you probably know somewhere I could sneak him across, right? I'd have I no you, trouble Dave. getting back in, I'm sure. You're all good with okay, me, Okay, good, good. That's, uh, that's good. I'll save up uh, a few dollars to pay off someone. Now, look, again, hypothetically, if I didn't have my passport, let's just say, oh, boy, that is fantastic. We have to. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. That's your Toluca Pachuca update, plus a little Liga MX playoffs, which are always good. I mean, it is amazing how, how when you watch Liga MX, how they play the game. It really is. It's one of the best leagues in the world. I don't just say that. You cannot get more exciting and more action 
frankly, than Liga MX, really. Week in and week out. It's just that good. That's why I love to combine it with my MLS. I just I can't get enough of both leagues, and we should be very happy and very proud of uh, what's going on with our leagues here, both Liga MX and MLS. And uh, by the way, word out of is uh, that little something. I don't know if they're going to call it Super Liga, but it's coming back. Remember that when the four Liga MX teams would battle four MLS teams? And it wasn't Champions League. It was a separate little kind of competition. Yeah, it looks like it's coming back, so that'll be good times here. Hope, well, who am I kidding? Galaxy will never be partaking in it if we can't get better here soon. Come on, Kurt! I want to play Pachuca again. Oh, what the stories we had back when they were playing in uh, Super League. That was a lot of fun, I must say. 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-3776. Going to continue the conversation of Bastian Schweinsteiger's comments. And what does that really mean? Plus, we are talking Champions League final. Who do you got? And I want to know who you love in Liga MX for the playoffs. I'm not talking about your favorite team. My favorite teams are Toluca and Pachuca. One of them didn't make it, and Toluca's not going to win, okay? I can admit that. They're not quite up for that show yet. 877-710-ESPN or hit me up on Twitter, at Talk Soccer, presented by Puente Hills Toyota. It's Soccer Weekly on ESPN LA 710. Indeed it is, steely-voiced voiceover man. Soccer Weekly, ESPN LA 710. I'm Dave Denholm hanging out with you. Each and every Wednesday, 7 to 8 p.m., we've extended it. You remember the old days when uh, season one, we did a half an hour. You can't hold me down for only a half an hour. You cannot contain me to 24 minutes. It is impossible when it comes to the beautiful game and the world of football. I need the hour. ESPN LA 710 is so graciously giving it to me here, and I don't take that lightly here on Wednesdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Joining you, talking about the beautiful game. You can do that with me at Talk Soccer on Twitter, like Brian has done. Says, Juventus has the best center backs in the world, along with a top three counter in the world. It's going to be an intense final. Hashtag Soccer Weekly. Brian, you are correct, sir. It is absolutely going to be a crazy that final game. I, it really is the perfect matchup. The offense of Real Madrid, and by the way, not too shabby defensively. Did you see Kaylor Navas, CONCACAF's own? Some brilliant saves in the second leg here. Even after Atletico had gotten the two goals, he made some massive saves, which could have changed everything. It's Real Madrid's great offense, for, and not too shabby D, versus Juventus' brilliant defense. It's beautiful. It is a thing of beauty. And not that bad offensively anymore either, kids. There was a time when Juventus was too defensively oriented. They couldn't possibly go this far. Now, granted, they've had an incredible history, and they usually run over Syria. Ah, I'm talking in Europe. They were not a threat at times. Now, lately, oh, Dybala from Argentina is just spectacular offensively. I love what this, this guy can do. And, you know, Juventus is just, they're not afraid to score either. This final has everything. 877-710-ESPN if you want to get involved here on the phone lines. 877-710-3776. Also talking Bastian Schweinsteiger, shooting his mouth off a little bit about MLS. And again, not blaming him. Shooting his mouth off signs harsh. It wasn't his fault. Some uh, journalist who who was kind of lazy, frankly, asked a dumb question. How do you compare playing for Bayern Munich or whatever for, you know, how do you compare Bundesliga to MLS? Where's MLS in the world? I don't care. Stop asking these dudes that. They're trying to be politically correct and polite. What is he supposed to say? 
yes, I truly feel Minnesota United can run over Bayern Munich. Is that what you want him to say? Because then he'd be lying. That's just stupid. Stop asking, fellow soccer quote-unquote journalists. And who do you got in Liga MX in the Ligia? Michael tweets in at Talk Soccer, hashtag Soccer Weekly. Chivas, run Jalisco, and they're taking it all this season. All right, we got another Chivas. Chivas can win, Michael. Chivas can win it. I still think Cholos are the team to beat. Don't get me wrong. Tijuana's had a great clausura. They look, well, look, that's another beautiful thing about Liga MX. Teams don't go undefeated, right? This is a, a scrapping, talented, feisty, physical, harsh, offensive league. You're going to lose some games. People get beat in this league. That doesn't mean you can't win when it comes to playoff time. And certainly Toluca uh, is up there. But Chivas, Tijuana, they're the teams. They are the teams that I – and I love Toluca. They're not on that level when it comes to playoffs. I hope I'm wrong, but I'm not usually wrong. Let's be realistic here. Toluca getting it done uh, here early against Santa. Well, it's, uh, they need that road goal. Come on, Toluca! And Tigres got off to a great start in the Liga MX Ligueo with a 4-1 thrashing over Monterey. <laughs> and it's always the usual suspects with uh, Guignac and Jesus Duenas. They both get two goals. Oh, by the way, Aldo de Nigris gets the red card in the 83rd for Monterey. That's big because now he misses the second leg. Yeah, that's a big change of events. Although, getting that Jose Basanta goal in the uh, 91st minute, even though they ended up giving up another one after that to, to Dwayne Ness, it still means Monterey is a little, you know, a little more alive, if you will, with that one road goal. Not looking good for them, but they're still alive, right? And how about my LA Galaxy? Getting back to a, a point earlier with Kurt Anolfo, the one thing I got to say about this, look, the LA Galaxy, yeah, troubling times here to start this season. No question about that. But remember Seattle, terrible start last year, right? They started to turn it around right at this time, starting to string some wins together. They ended up winning MLS Cup. All is not lost. And I love that Anolfo had the guts, the temerity, the stomach to bench his captain, Yellow Van Damme, who wasn't playing well enough. Love that. That gives me hope for Kurt. Truly. He's got work to do. He's got a lot of work to do. But doesn't it give us hope? It does. And you can hit me up on Twitter. Continue the conversation really throughout the week and and months and years as we continue here. No question. Continue that conversation on Twitter at TalkSoccer. At Talk Soccer. What time is it? It's It's got to be my favorite time of the show, really. every It is stoppage time. Mario Rees, my fearless producer, joining me now. Mario, yeah, man. how in the world are you, brother? I'm good, man. How you doing, Dave? Doing good, thank you. Where are we going with this? Let's go to Slatan Ibrahimovic. He Zlatan. tore his ankle a couple weeks ago, right? Absolutely. Cutting his first season short with Man U. And by the way, his clothing line. Have you seen it? A to Z sportswear? I have not. It's so fresh. They got this plain white tee with the uh, the armband, the captain's armband on the side. Plain white tee with the captain. I like yeah. that. You like that? I like that. Can I get can Gotta I get, get that? you one? Can I get that in triple X? Triple X. 
Do they have that in 3X, Mario? Slim Fit. <laughs> slim Fit. There you go. <laughs> the Slim Fit 3X. Oh, my gosh. I just did a spit take, literally. Sorry, Jesse. The Slim Fit 3X. I love it. I'd be like just like Zlatan. All right, so Zlatan had his surgery, and afterwards, doctors said his knee is so strong, they want him for research when he's done playing soccer, when his soccer days are over. Wow. That's crazy. I mean, this guy is is a physical specimen. A physical specimen who, uh, by the way, was so desperate to not play with LAFC that he went out and blew his knee out like four places. (laughs) Oh, man. I don't blame you, Zlatan. You know, the rumors were he might be coming to LAFC. No, I, I'm not going to say no to that. I'm just going to go blow my knee out so I don't have to go sign for LAFC. But his plans kind of backfired because after the surgery, he said he's fixed, done, and stronger. We wow. will enjoy my game together soon. He is remarkable, isn't he? I mean, just fantastic. He I is. love Zlatan and all that he brings, no doubt. I'd love to see him here for the Galaxy, I'll tell you that much. Stop it, time! <laughs> All right, we all know how uh, Real Madrid is just stacked, right? Their roster, I mean, their B squad has James Rodriguez, Morata, Coentrao, Pepe. Yeah. The list goes on. But is Real Madrid's B squad good enough to win the Premier League? Is Real Madrid? Well, they asked that question on ESPN FC of Steve Nichol, the former manager of New England Revolution and the Liverpool great. Let's hear what he had to say about it. <laughs> Yeah, no, nobody could. Uh, nobody would have any room in the Premier League for Hamas Rodriguez or these. Come on, Steve, please. They would be right up there. Now, Mario, somebody could beat them out, I guess, over the whole season. Chelsea's a fine football club, but the EPL is overrated. Of course, that Real Madrid B team could win the cha- with the uh, Premiership, just like they could win potentially Bundesliga. They could win other leagues, no doubt about it. At least top four, right? Don't oh, you think? absolutely. Champions Especially the League way spot. they've been playing lately, no doubt. <laughs> Dave, have you seen Messi's doppelganger yet? Uh, this is a fam- – Mario, this is a great story. I actually just tweeted out on my tweet, at Talk Soccer. I tweeted out the ESPN FC story about this. They have the picture. This dude looks exactly like Lionel Messi. Identical, yes. I mean, he's an Iranian guy, and I guess police had to kind of be called out because they wanted to make sure he wasn't mobbed in certain places. He looks exactly like him. And it got me thinking, Mario, we need to do the hashtag for the show, hashtag soccer lookalike. And okay. I just – I fired – out one of my favorites at talk soccer all right hashtag soccer lookalike go find it with one of my favorites george clooney and google this guy owen coyle former manager of houston dynamo that's all you got to do all right let me do this and that is all you need to do that is stoppage time mario hashtag soccer lookalike hit me up on twitter at talk soccer i want to see you guys finding out the very latest on that coming up tomorrow the Morning Show with Keyshawn, George, and LZ, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. This has been Soccer Weekly. Thanks so much to Mario Rees. Thanks so much, Jesse Lopez. I'm Dave Denholm here. Soccer Weekly, presented by Puente Hills Toyota on ESPN LA 710.